All right, very much welcome everyone. Is the sound okay? Can you just give me a thumbs up? Oh, perfect. All right. Uh, very, very much welcome also those who are um, not on the live call while listening to recording. So you'll be also included into this collective field and the master mind, master heart. Uh, so my name is Sunny, and it's my greatest honor to be here. There's so many people who's been working with me for a long time and we've been working together as, as groups um, in this constitution before. There's few new people as well. So uh, everybody is bringing something from themselves into this round table. Uh, so I'm really, really glad that you are here today. And um, let's just actually take a moment to round up here for a moment. So I invite you to find your comfortable position and close your eyes and take a deep breath. Hold your breath for just a few seconds so you can really feel your own lungs, your core. And then whenever you are ready, please exhale through the mouth. And allowing that exhale to ground you deeper into this specific space and time. So already you may feel how this container is forming, also including everyone who is not on the live call here. I invite you to really feel this uh, sensation of a round table. Well, each of us has a seat here. Even if you don't know all these people, the individuals who are sharing these few weeks with you, this frequency container with you, but there's something that brought us all together. There's something that is same and, and something that we all share and that we can find in this eternal present moment. Become aware what your feet are touching or what is supporting your sitting bones, or if you're standing, your feet, become aware of the foundation below you. Become aware of your physical spine from the base of the spine all the way up to the neck. And then become aware of your spiritual spine, which is not necessarily a location in your body, but you can think of it as a central channel within you, say from the crown of the head through the base of the spine, tip of the tailbone. But it's more like a, a backbone of your spiritual identity. Or not spiritual identity, but spirit identity.
I invite you to say to yourself, perhaps out loud or within your heart and mind, that I am here with my body, soul, and spirit. Your body referring to your physical body, the soul referring to your time-bound personality that includes your free will, even your heart's voice at times, uh, mind, emotional fields, all those unique qualities that make you a human being. And then the spirit is your timeless essence. So we'll do that one more time. I invite you to pause in each of those dimensions. I am here with my body. Really feel your body. Then go to your soul. Feel your soul. And then to your spirit. Feel your spirit. I invite you to become aware of all these other hearts around the round table. Just simply a frequency of these heart minds that are here gathering together today. There's so much more power when we do this together. When two or more people gather together, we are able to generate frequencies, almost like utilize this collective momentum together to go into a lot deeper and higher spaces simultaneously, deeper rooting and higher uh, frequency realities, solutions, opportunities. Take one more deep breath here. Hold your breath for a few seconds. Then whenever you are ready, please exhale through the mouth. You can gently open your eyes. Beautiful. Okay. Welcome, everyone. I would actually love to go around here. And for you to just, for those who are in the live call, just please bring you in by sharing your name and just one word of how you feel in this moment. Okay. Uh, there's this, this larger invitation to share about your intentions, which some of us has already done in the Telegram group. 
Uh, not everybody's there yet, um, but right now, just share your name and one word of how you feel in this present moment. So you can just unmute yourself whenever you feel the call for you. Hello, my name is Diana, <clears throat> and uh, my one word is coffee. <laughs> Hi, my name is Marcy, and my one word is thankful. Hello, <clears throat> my name is Hilani, and my one word is joyful. Hello, uh, my name Guayana, and my word is grounded. Hello, uh, my name is Deb, and my word today is joy. Hi, my name is Sage Rose, and my word is grateful. My name is Mallory, and my word is also grateful. My name is Libby, and my word is hopeful. Hi, my name is Vic, and my one word is rest. And I'm Susan, and my word is peace. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. And again, my name is Sunny. My word is present. And um, this is so beautiful. Always hear how everybody feels in this moment. Not that we are really, uh, say, victims of our feelings, but this is more about like this is this is what the qualities of my resonance is in this moment. And this is what I bring to the table. And it's such a reminder how we are all. Um, we create this colorful experience of humanity together by showing up just the way that we are uh, in, in this moment. So welcome everyone, just the way you are. And um, we're gonna start with a little bit of speaking uh, about these mechanics and going a little deeper into uh, what the space-time locations are. Uh, and starting to open up these, uh, say, more mental pieces, and then we'll go into a frequency meditation and direct experience. Um, this information about space-time locations is very deep, and I've just 
actually yesterday with another group, uh, this one-year group, I was sharing about it for the first time really at that depth. So this is kind of a new thing. I haven't been able to really share this so far. Uh, just not having words to describe something that is so difficult like to bring through from, from those spaces. And this group, every single one who is here has a deep understanding about frequency and energy and awakening and consciousness and embodiment and all these wonderful pieces of wisdom that we all have studied for so many years and, and come home to and, and experienced in our lives. And, and this really, I have a deep confidence that this information will be transmitted in a good way. So hear me by your spirit, okay? I am going to be sharing some mental pieces that may or may not make sense for the linear mind, but really the true transmission always happens at the frequency level. There's always deep transmission happening at the frequency level. So allow to allow yourself to receive and have direct revelations, embodied revelations, just the way it makes sense to you. It may, may not happen in this moment of the session. It may happen tomorrow. It may happen in two weeks. So just trusting your perfect timing, unfolding these mechanics and technologies, these light frequency technologies that we are going into, because there is no right or wrong way to do it. It really is, is your unique, your unique realization of, of what it is for you is the most important piece. And this atmosphere that we create together is it's feeding that um, for you to have that revelation. Because when something is only happening at the mental level, you know, we can understand something as a belief or know as a truth, but unless it actually happens all the way in your body, you will not have the revelation of it, meaning that it will not actually manifest in your physical reality. So I really invite you to already make clear to yourself, like I'm here to get an embodied revelation, not just an idea, but embodied revelation of these deep teachings, the perfect way for me, right? And uh, the flow of the course will be that we'll have once a week. Uh, so we have the day two hour call, uh, probably a little more this talking piece and probably I would think like 45 minutes or so in the end for the, the frequency meditation piece. Uh, next week we have a one hour call and then we have another two hour call because we're going to go really deep uh, in this deep process. And then again, one hour calls. There's going to be uh, after the first three sessions, there's going to be two week break, which is for you to deeply integrate, absorb and integrate and embody everything that we, we're speaking about. And during that time, we also start the private session. So I'll send you a separate link uh, to, to book the private session as well to go deeper. And um, there is the Telegram group. So if you're, if you're not there yet, I highly recommend. It is the space where you can reflect, ask for support, ask questions, uh, share about your experiences, learn from other people's experiences, because we always learn from each other. You know, one of you may have the greatest key to somebody else in the group. Do not underestimate that. It is extremely, extremely powerful to share this community space. And also utilize me. I'm available for you during these six, seven weeks that we are together. So if you do have, if you need support and help, feel free to reach out uh, uh, to me as well. In general, the good way uh, is to say if you have general questions, questions or experiences or reflections you want to share, just post it on the Telegram group. If you have some personal question that you're wondering, send me an, uh, a private message. And the best way for me to communicate with you is through a voice message. So this would be again in the Telegram messenger, there's an option to send a voice message. 
you don't have to have, have to hold it down. You can just slide it up and then you just speak. Uh, and I recommend sending like max three minute messages. Sometimes people send like 10, 15 minute messages and it will become difficult for me to get back to everybody. So just two, three minute messages if you, if you need private support. So I'll respond to you by voice because that's the way I can um, generate frequency for you, what you need. If that's uncomfortable for you to speak with a voice, you can also send um, a message or email. I will most likely get back to you with voice anyway, because that's just the best way uh, to move things forward. Just wanted to open those spaces up. Um, you may feel some kind of, uh, well, hopefully you feel changes and shifts happening. And when shifts happen, they may shake your physical reality. They may, they may shake your dream space. They may shake your thinking, emotional field, even hormone, hormones in the body. Uh, what it does that this brings you into greater alignment and everything that is not in the clear resonance will start falling out. Okay. Um, when I started this sharing this work, there was a lot more detox that happened to people. This uh, just even this year, I've noticed a huge upgrade in uh, uh, people reporting less detox. Okay. Uh, so people just simply move through spaces more gracefully. So when there's death happening in the field somewhere, it's it's quite a graceful experience instead of like suffering through it. So I, I really want to put that intention out there that your detox can be extremely graceful and efficient and, and quick as well. Um, because these higher, higher frequencies are extremely efficient, almost like these inner surgeries that happen that your spirit does for yourself. So like, okay, that needs to go. And it opens up the space for a higher frequency um, to replace it, right? But there may be some kind of detox happening. So do not be alarmed. It's simply an opportunity for you to confirm, okay, that's the old reality. I don't live there anymore. And I'm going to really share these very, very specific mechanics of how to do it even, even better than, um, than before, you know, really. So, okay. Uh, live calls. So some people love to be on a live calls. It creates this momentum. Uh, the, this work goes beyond uh, space and time, linear space and time. So you will receive all the frequency benefits when you listen to recordings. Uh, so it's completely up to you to be on a live call or listen to recordings. Uh, I do recommend staying on the momentum. So not getting behind. So say we have a one week uh in between the calls, listen to that recording during that week. Some people like to go back and listen to the frequency meditation piece like a couple times, so even three times. So it's totally up to you of how you feel feel called to do that. Uh, really, only one time is enough if, if there's a direct revelation of it. So again, don't, don't create pressure for yourself to go and listen everything five times. That's not necessary. Only if you feel called to that. And I will also uh, speak about uh, living God, um, Christ, eternal Christ as well. Uh, I want to make it clear that this is not a religious way of speaking about it. Uh, and I'm not following any human-made dogma or doctrine. So even when I speak about God, it's always a pointing for you to get deeper into deeper intimacy with God that you know inside of you, completely universal, global uh, clarity and true source, the absolute truth, uh, eternal source, right? And eternal Christ has come to me to take that embodiment so that I can have a conversation with 
God. <laughs> so that's where I'm referring to. And this course actually came from eternal Christ. I sat on a computer and I started putting together a completely different course. I had my personal idea about what was needed. And it came super clear, like, nope, this is what we're doing. This is what needs to happen. Um, so there is a massive amount of support from eternal, from light beings as well during this, during this program. Massive. I could not hold this space on my own. Uh, so we are all in this together. And every single one who is here does have an intimate connection to the source, to God. So you are bringing that and, and together we create such a powerful place for truth and undistorted frequencies that we can go uh, a lot higher together. All right. Well, those were the practical pieces. Is there any question about any practical stuff right now? All right, you can also write on the chat box here if something comes up. So I invite you to just find a comfortable position. You can just kind of kick back. If you have a notebook, you may want to have it uh, if that's your way of uh, processing things. Uh, I'm going to start sharing some of these uh, mechanics and then we'll go into the direct experience. So first of all, we need to cover a little bit some of the key concepts. Everyone here, I believe, uh, is familiar already with the most important space-time location that we need, which is the zero point, which is, I also call it eternal presence, right? You can think of it in a way, eternal presence is something that doesn't belong to anybody. It is everybody's birthright to be in eternal presence. It's like God's heart or God, God's presence, omnipresence, uh, absolutely available everywhere where we go. Uh, it cannot not be. So when I speak about eternal, it means that it cannot be anything else than what it is. It means that you cannot not be present eternally, right? And this is sometimes really tricky because the mind sometimes feels, or your, your body feels like I'm disconnected, right? I stumbled and I'm disconnected. And I, I, I don't, I don't feel, I, don't, I can't think clearly, or I'm not, I'm not present right now, but that's actually not possible. That's just not physically possible for you to do that. So even when you don't feel connected in your life, you are still connected to eternal presence. Eternal presence is always there, whether you were aware of it or not, whether you were conscious of it or not, whether you felt it or not, it's always there. It's really, really important to know. And now the zero point is like your pinpoint, like the acupressure needle that your specific timestamp in it so that you can become a timeless eternal being in the linear world, right? So that's the most important space-time location that we can ever have, right? And now where this kind of, um, uh, I, I call it the time distortion, uh, when there is the idea that we are disconnected from the truth or say spaces where abuse or lack or sabotage or uh, self-doubt or insecurities and that kind of stuff exist. Illness, bodily illness, uh, depression, any kind of say misalignment that we would call here, any kind of challenge that we experience in that way that is something negative. Uh, so there is this 
deep separation that has happened uh, in the space and time and in the human history. So I'm just going to quickly break it down here. So if you think about eternal source, like our true home and true parent, I'm just going to call it God right now. Okay. So God, and, and we come from God and there are other individual, say light beings, like say angelic beings, etc., who were already before a human spirit was created. They were already existing uh, as a separate from God, having a free will. Okay. Having a free will. Our everyone who is here, every single human being has a free will. And free will is our greatest, greatest gift, but it's also our greatest enemy. Because where that happened, you know, people may be asking, like, where did the separation really come from? Where did say this talking about spiritual warfare and what that is, like where this battle in our minds, where wars, conflicts, all this kind of illness, all this abuse and stuff comes from, right? Well, when there's a free will, it means that free will has a choice to start creating distorted realities, right? Free will has a choice to be with God, to be with truth, to be with undistorted frequencies, but free will also has a choice to start going another way if they choose to, right? So that kind of experience happened. And it's difficult to even put it on a timeline because it's really happening in the eternal and everlasting realms. And where the first ideas about even linear time or the first templates, frequency templates has even been created so that we can experience our individual selves. And now... Say if there's a high level being who there was creed that came in from the free will, I'm going to, I want to create, I want to be more powerful than the source is, right? And then it starts to go away from the truth, looking for a different reality that that would be creating. It means that that kind of frequency is falling from the truth. It becomes distorted. And then human spirit because humans have the free will the free will of the human minds have over time created these extremely distorted realities extremely distorted realities it's all happening through the mind and the pathways that we a human mind is creating and now when it accumulates accumulates it always imprints deep into the body into the dna when new generation comes they are born into that dna and then they have all this package and this distorted realities that are impacting them and then again they of course don't know any better so they will just go and start create start looking for what what was the true and original frequency of this thing? And then there's always some kind of distortion of that frequency available around them because the way home has, or the, the distance to the truth and to the pure undistorted frequencies, eternal absolute has become so, the distance has become so uh, long uh, and, and it's difficult to see anymore of what, any kind of physical manifestation, what it even means when it's in its eternal form, right? Uh, and when I say eternal, I mean the undistorted, undistorted frequency. So they, they can uh, uh, say a frequency of joy or anger or even love. Love can be very distorted in our world. That love is conditional. You have to prove to do this and this and this thing so that you will receive love in return. Or love, there's codependency that your partner is the source of love, etc. That's distorted form of love. 
with good intention, it's still beautiful. It still feels good. It's still passionate. It's all these beautiful things, but it's not the original, undistorted, completely unconditional, eternal love, right? There's a huge difference. And so now when humans in the linear time, so we've gone from the eternal and everlasting realms into the, the linear time where we actually do have history. So your soul has history and has future. Your spirit doesn't have history or future. But the soul level, soul is the one that allows you to experience everything here on earth. If you didn't have a soul, you wouldn't be experiencing anything. So it's ex extremely needed. But the soul is the one that also gets lost in those timelines and spaces, right? In those distorted realities. And now what the mission here is that our soul comes home deeper into that eternal presence, which is our direct access to the deeper intimacy with the truth and with God. And from there, we start raising the frequency of the body instead of the body taking that distorted form, uh, which then uh, say, if you have if you're running abuse or lack pattern in your DNA or in your flesh, it's going to continue to repeat in your physical reality again and again and again and again until that's being broken and or that loop, the hamster wheel is being broken and the soul comes home to that eternal presence fully and completely. And very rarely it happens overnight. Okay. So, it, and this is what everybody here has been on this journey for, for a long time. So it's gradual homecoming deeper and deeper and now the human collective is the the frequency of our bodies are raising so much that we're actually able to go into those higher spaces and embody it here more than ever before even 10 years ago this wouldn't be possible to even go to these spaces where we go today this is how quick the evolution is. So the, when the collective consciousness and the frequency of our bodies are rising, our spirits can become embodied. And now the soul becomes that window that is simply uh, preaching your body and the spirit together. So we don't have to anymore leave from the body to go into higher states. Uh, it just creates more separation between spirit and body. But it's the other way around. They are meeting in the middle and then soul that has been lost and looking for the truth, looking for healing, looking for love, looking for unity and oneness and all these different things is coming home underneath that, uh, underneath to say the authority of the spirit, which is in the deepest intimacy with truth. So that's a very short uh, kind of like walking through that where these distortion, time distortions even have come from. And now what what is spiritual warfare and battle? Right? Uh, this These words have been really thrown around in the healing communities a lot. And I want to highly um, emphasize that I may not speak about it the same way that you hear some other people speak. What I see that the battle and warfare happens when the truth is one or the other way distorted, right? And because then it creates this kind of, uh, well, there's the truth and there's lie, right? It creates this, this kind of like uh, there's, there's the true light and there's a false light, right? It creates this polarity. And when these polarities begin to almost like coexist in your linear world, in our linear world as human beings, it creates conflict. 
because they would always be the space where you have to choose one or the other. And then that's what is in war on a frequency level in our minds and in our hearts. And this is what has eventually started accumulate into war, like physical war uh, on the planet as well, physical abuse, etc. So what we are doing today, we are not doing timeline hopping. Very important distinction here. This is not timeline hopping. Timeline hopping can be very distorting because it means that you leave your center and you go different timelines and then uh, almost like bounce around in the infinite uh, possibilities of spaces and times. What we are doing, we do the quite the opposite. And this is what people oftentimes miss is that you become so deeply present and you discover that crown and dimension within you where you have an access to absolutely all timelines and realities and spaces, but you're doing it from your center. You're doing it from your eternal presence. So it means that you're not actually leaving. You're not going anywhere. You're just becoming so deeply still that it is like the people call Akashic records. This is where Akashic records open up for you because you'll be able to read anything that has ever been, anything that will ever be, uh, but you are in your center. So you're never actually leaving your embodiment. You're never really going to any other uh, like a location, external location, if that makes sense. So everything that we do today, I am going to be speaking about the higher crowns. But all of this is within you, the deeper into stillness and uh, the deeper you embody the eternal presence, the more you start actually walking on that higher ground. It's nowhere out there. It's not the space when you feel connected, when you fly out to somewhere and then you feel connected and you're not there when you don't feel connected, right? Or when you feel sad or grief or all of that just creates more separation. This is about coming so deeply, having a revelation of the eternal presence so deeply that you know that even in the moments of challenge, you are work, walking on that higher ground. And the higher ground is something that eternal Christ has spoken about that uh, to me, pulled me out of the battlefield. And this means that in the healing, I know there's so many people here now who, who this is for, right? So, so much in this healing community has been uh, that we reach out to healing and we do all these different techniques and we follow teachings, etc. But it seems to be that there's almost like a ceiling, that there's this like hamster wheel that then spins you back. There's just enough bliss and just enough healing. And then it spins you right back. There's just enough resolution and breakthrough and then again another thing comes up so it feels like it's this endless shadow work and there's just enough truth there that you can have your your head a little bit just take that deep breath and then we go again right that is coming to an end that kind of healing happens at the soul dimension it doesn't happen in the spirit and when somebody has a direct revelation of eternal christ as a savior right uh, there's all these Christian ideas about it, but what it really means on a frequency level in this context is that you literally leave the whole battlefield of the soul. You stop fighting. You just stop fighting. 
you go to a higher ground where the battle has already been finished. There are so many healers who continue to battle, continue to like spiritual warriors who just continue to fight. You will have to always continue to fight to, to gain victory in your life, to make money, to you know exhaust all your personal resources, to gain prosperity, etc. All this different, you are on the battlefield if that has been your experience. And it's very tricky because it's just a very narrow gate on the frequency level to leave the battlefield. And we are going to walk through that gate together. Again, nothing external. It is a frequency dimension inside of you. And I see this all the time. I've had a direct experience enough times, and I've seen this with clients as well, that I know this works when you have the revelation of the higher crown and you start walking on the higher crown. None of the rules of the battlefield will no longer impact you. There is no enemy that can ever take you down because you literally are above all of the principles and powers of the linear world. And when I say above, I don't mean that you are any better than anybody else. This is the deepest possible revelation of finding that crown of peace where you can then function from. And oftentimes there are so many here who scorned those crowns with your say spirit. You know, your spirit is already there, right? It's already there for you. Everything is already there for you, eternal. Your millions, your health, everything is there for you in eternal. And now it's just about we are in this vulnerable time as human beings where we are bringing our bodies with us. It really is time for that. Not only the spirit and soul, but the entire combination of all of those together. We are lifting our bodies on the higher ground. And this requires some serious, serious reprogramming of the mind. Because I give you this example. This is actually somebody's direct example. I'm going to go into details of it. But there's this legal um, thing happening that seems very limiting in this world. Like legally, you would need to have this and this and this so that you could have something, right? And uh, this one of this client, when she really had a revelation of the higher crown and the crown of peace and walking in the spirit, she moved through that legal process without any of the requirements of this world. Completely like it doesn't make any sense for the mind of like, how how is that even possible? Because that's, you know, it's not going to go through the mind would have said that, but she just moved through it, walking in the spirit, walking on a higher crown and everything that she needed was, was uh, taken care of. It was like beings from the higher crown came and replaced these officers of this world and just a miracle happened. And she moved through that situation that seemed ex ex uh, completely um, impossible in in this physical legal system so this means that you will and i'm not saying that you should go and break laws or anything like that but i'm just giving this example this is the same mechanics that works with your physical body you may have a cancer on the battlefield but you don't have the cancer on the higher ground i've seen people having cancer one day and not having it the next day when they have the revelation this is how profound this is. I've seen people having no money one day, and when they have the revelation of the higher crown within themselves, they have money 
exactly what they need. Things can happen really quickly. It is the mind that doesn't believe it, right? And that's what we are deeply reprogramming here so that your body, mind, soul, all of the soul and your spirit can all go onto the higher ground within you, right? So what's the piece of... Um, I'm going to share just a couple examples of the space-time locations because this is an important uh, piece that we haven't covered yet. And then I'm going to open the space up for re uh, reflections and questions if you have something you want to share um, about your personal, say, experiences or insights. Um, so space-time location is something that uh, we need to understand it's not a physical location. So say um, the physical location of the Himalayan mountains is in India and Tibet and that area, right? Nepal. So Himalayas are physically there. Now, for example, I have been in the Himalayas and I've, ha I've had a very powerful experience there. Now I'm sitting here in my office room and I can go to Himalayas within myself because I know the space-time location. I know the coordinate of the frequency of the Himalayas in this infinite field that is available to us at all moments. It's like a library, library of space-time locations. You could go to any time, you could go back in like thousand years ago, you could go somewhere in future, right? You can go anywhere, absolutely anywhere and also any physical location. You can go to Peru today just by simply tapping into the space-time locations of the uh, of those uh, places and experiences. And we're going to go a lot deeper into this, just actually practice this of how to do this in your personal life, because this opens up, this really opens up of the limited reality of like only say one or two or 3% of what I can see is possible, but this opens up the, the field of possibilities for you to start bringing frequencies from a spaces that are not from the reality where you live in. It's out of your reality. It means that you go to a higher frequency solution and bring it in. Because you cannot, the problems that you have here, you cannot find a solution for it in the same consciousness, the same reality. You'll have to go beyond. So the space-time locations, understanding them you will be, it opens up a whole library for you in a very efficient way, not just as an idea, but really in your body as well. Um, so say Himalayas is a space-time location. Um, then the other example would be, um, um, there was, this is also a direct example, I like to take direct examples. Um, uh, I used to live in this uh, community house many, many, many years back in Finland, and it was a massive house and we had a really large basement that had all these doors and corridors underneath the basement. There was no lights. It was just this cold, dark, completely black, black pitch black, damp basement. And when we moved in, we were like, well, like, who's going to go and check it out? It felt a little creepy down there for, for many of us. And what we discovered, we all each went there individually without lights, just like going into the darkness. And we each had a completely different experience about the basement. Some of us were freaking out. There were like demons and coasts and like, it was really scary to go into the unknown and didn't know what was next and if there's stairs and whatever. Others were just feeling extremely calm 
and peaceful like oh it's like this deep warm space to go into like I love this darkness and go the rest into this like deep stillness and there's no sound and it feels so comforting right so this is again there's multiple people that go into the same physical location but they walk into a different space-time location does this make sense yeah so same thing would be we have a room the same physical room and there's two people in the room and there's a song that is playing one person may have a panic attack hearing that song because it reminds them of a certain like say traumatic experience that may have been imprinted in their soul and body while other person is like on the seventh heaven like this is so incredible to listen to this is my favorite song again these people are in the same location physical location but they exist in a different space-time locations so this is like starting to understand what space-time location is. Space-time location, every single emotion would have a space-time location. Prosperity has a space-time location. Uh, unconditional love has a space-time location. The house that you want to buy but you haven't found yet is a space-time location. The money that you need for the house is a space-time location. Everything has a space-time location. Otherwise, we wouldn't even be able to think about it. If you can think about it, it already exists in the space. If you can imagine it in your head, it's already existing in eternal. Now, just about knowing the space-time location of it so that it can become embodied in your life. And now um, talking about emotions, emotions are one, they are deeply connected to linear time. Meaning say, if you have a, a emotion of fear coming online, oftentimes fear is based on something that has already happened, or it could be kind of anxiety about future, but it's pretty much always connected to either your history or your future. And now if you don't know your location, your space-time location, it will be easy to kind of get swept into the reality and the, the, the distorted timeline of the fear and start to believe the fear and start to become a victim of the fear. Versus if you know your space-time location and you understand that the fear is also a different space-time location, then you are able to actually encounter that fear and communicate or almost like... um. Uh, strengthen yourself from the fear instead of other way around, if that makes sense. You're able to respond from a very centered, grounded space. Still, you would feel the fear, right? You would still feel the fear, but it doesn't pull you out of your center. You don't enter into the reality of the fear, but the fear enters into your reality. And because the fear enters into your reality, you are the master. You are the authority. Your spirit is the one who is navigating and creating your reality. So now there, there is this fear that comes and you can feel it, etc. But now it actually can help to serve you as a, this one. It can actually help you to take a quantum leap forward. It's like this fear becomes just energy, right? And you are able to actually utilize it for your growth and movement instead of going backwards and getting lost into the reality of the fear. This is absolutely the same with any kind of healing. Uh, any kind of healing would be the same piece. Um, some people also experience this, say, if you have ever driven to countryside, 
and you come from a city and you go to the countryside and then suddenly you just start feeling like why is this like it feels like this is like old times like time is actually slower here right have you ever experienced that like everything just feels like it's like 20 30 years ago when you just drive a little bit right it's because the village or the people who live there, that loca- physical location is actually in the in the in different space-time location than the city where you live is in it. So that's where that's where we start really seeing that every absolutely everything has a space-time location. And when you start sensing it, when you understand how it works, when you know where you are within it it becomes your life becomes a completely different experience of how you manifest it because you're no longer uh, the victim of time. Anything that happens in this linear manifestation, you're no longer victim of it, but you will be able to choose what frequencies you generate right? and what space-time locations you're in, if that makes sense. And again, this is different from timeline hopping. Um, we will go deeper in this, so you'll probably see the difference there, um, because that's just that's really difficult to even put into words. But on a frequency level, it's like completely two different things: hopping timelines versus becoming so deeply present that you expand into all these possibilities. Right? That's how it looks like on a frequency level. It's different, different technology. Okay. I feel this is enough talking right now. I'm aware that I sometimes go in these long talks. I want to open up this space. If there's anything you want to share, any reflection you may have, personal experience, any question, uh, yeah, just feel free to unmute yourself and, and, and share. Hi, Sunny. Hey. I have a question about um, the space-time location not being victim to that. Mm-hmm. Um, just this week, um, I just had this realization that I'm just rushing all the time, or it feels like all of the time. Um, and I notice it mostly in the morning when um, I go in, I have a five-day work week and three of those days I go in very very early before the sun rises a couple hours before and I know that it's my mind or I don't know that it's my mind but the experience that I'm having is oh I don't have enough time and I'm late and I'm rushing and it could be just on the time clock, two minutes late or 30 seconds late, or maybe I'm two minutes early according to the clock, but I just feel like I'm out of time. Is this a valid question? I'm relating to this space. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And that's many people's experience actually. So I'm just really happy that you're sharing that. And that is where uh, your soul is existing. It's almost like existing a little bit ahead of time in a way. So it feels like it needs to, you need to rush all the time. Some people could be that you're behind in time as well, or somewhere in between, but it's like, there's this, this feeling that, uh, 
you need to do all these things in order to just be relaxed or calm, right? So it creates, that's the very, very, very sneaky separation that happens is that I'm not present or I'm not, like I'm disconnected somehow that I would need to change something in order to feel calm and restful. So, and that kind of thinking is the sneakiest one. It's the most difficult to catch because it's really difficult for the mind to understand that you are already where you are looking to go, right? And that's the piece about what I was in the beginning sharing. We need to have a revelation of what eternal means. It means that you cannot not be in it. It just is. You're always in it. And and I'm going to help you to specifically, because uh, I really feel like you're kind of like dancing around it just a little bit and it's not really clicking in. So I'm going to personally help you with that uh, in today's session to really, really come deeper home to that revelation that um, you can have, say, even, and you may be doing this already, but in the morning, like say you get up off the bed and you don't move, like just make 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 sure I'm not going to work today un- until I feel completely present. Make it that, make it that, like big of a priority your spirit your soul will then get a get a hang of like wait what's happening okay okay now we are serious this is a priority i'm not even going to work until i feel completely present and i until i'm aware of that presence and again even if you didn't feel it but you're you know there's this deep knowing in your system that i'm completely in time and then that creates a lot easeful way for you to move through the day because you don't constantly have that nervous system kind of uh, that you you know you're either ahead of or a little bit behind uh, and trying to catch up right uh deeply deeply nervous system related for you and uh there's some spaces when you were like young uh like a young teenager for what i'm seeing that was also impacted there and i'm curious if you had somebody in your life who was like that during that time your your mother or father or somebody yes <laughs> yeah um possibly my mother yeah also seeing some kind of like a, a teacher architect we can look into this uh we can look into this uh a little later but it's just about that so it's it's mm-hmm. uh and and again everything that we do uh, during these sessions it can really help you to hone it in so you can have the revelation not just the idea because i know you know you're very aware of the presence right but it's really really bringing it into the body as well thank you yeah any other questions, thoughts, reflections? Just want to say that I'm appreciating, as usual, how you articulate things, and um, and and I'm both feeling like a deepening understanding of what you're transmitting. You know, we've been kind of you and I mean, I've been in in groups with you and just in sessions with you, or even talking about this location thing. And I, at the same time, feel like I understand it more deeply. And I'm also like seeing that familiar, like mm, fear come up. Um, and so I think that the, the biggest thing that I'm sitting with right now is, is the, 
is the where where am I in the space time as these emotions come in as the fear comes in like really seeing how that actually feels in the moment of like how like where am I can I really stand very aware of where I'm at and let that just like what you're saying with Marcy is like can I can I really let that, can I really let that be the priority in my life? Can I really allow presence to be the priority? And cause it feels like a really, just feels really, I don't know, some, I feel some kind of way about it. It feels edgy or something. So. It is yeah. very, it is very edgy. That's exactly what it is. And that's, <laughs> that's the, that's the, the, the greatest challenge there is to, to come over the, the mind's need to control the reality where you're in because that kind of the mind's reality will never be the eternal reality and it is the scariest thing to let go to it right but when you make it priority in your life your spirit will start taking over you know over like whatever other story may have been there is like wait a minute this person is actually wanting to do this not only when they feel good and great and blissful, but also when they feel challenged. Also, they, when they feel disconnected, they are, they still want to be realizing what the truth and the, what the what the true eternal presence is. So that's when uh, eternal will start responding to you, right? And and I think this also came in with what was it? Um, oh, now it disappeared. What? Um, it will come again. I will come back to it. I feel like there was one more piece I wanted to share. It will come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. I have a question. Mm -hmm. So as I'm walking through my day and I've worked with you, integrating this, being intentional is just coming easier and easier. Um, I remember being five years old and staring at the ceiling and not being able to sleep and having a lot of fear around being out of control in sleep. And even now I'm always up for multiple hours every night and I've just learned to operate and, and be okay. But where fear comes up for me is how do you be intentional in the out of control place of sleep? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That That's a great question. Yeah. That could be even be like the end question. Cause it's a big yeah. one. Yeah. It's a big one. Everything that we'll do in these sessions will help with that. And that is, um, we, on another session, I'm going to go a little deeper, probably next, next session, we'll go a little bit deeper into these. Um, I'm just careful of how I'm wording this now, but this, uh, say forces, distorted forces that people would call like demonic attacks, etc., like, uh, anything like any kind of distortion, really, that is not from, from the eternal living light, eternal God, um, or that has become so distorted that it actually is like creating this, what we call negative things or illness, et cetera. And, and that kind of distorted forces enter into our lives when we are the weakest. Mm. 
right? Or that's, and that this is, this is the reality that happens when we are on a battlefield. And in this course, we're going to leave the battlefield. That's no longer an issue after then, but it is because the, the fears come. I don't want to fall asleep because during the sleep, I'm kind of off guard. And then all kinds of stuff like nightmares and all kinds of stuff may start entering and start using my mind to create these weird realities. And that happens a lot to people. It's a real thing. And, and, and again, the solution is not to try to protect yourself because then that just creates more of things that you need to protect yourself from in a way. But again, this is the very core of what we are doing here. We are leaving from that battlefield reality where that kind of stuff is no longer even existing, right? And so that automatic will start easing off the fear because you are genuinely in your cells, in your DNA, in your body, in the resonance, you know that you're safe. Right. Um, so these frequency shifts will be especially powerful for that that piece. And we're going to really help to take down any kinds of structures that may have created that kind of like a, a fear of the door being open to something distorted in a way and help to just clear all of that out so that you don't have to anymore be in this kind of like a, I need to protect myself in this world and from dark beings and whatever all of that leave we leave it behind on the battlefield it's no longer our battle it never was our battle so it's it's really coming home to that space of the true true peace and what the true peace means yeah thank you yeah great question um uh, i remembered um diana to your question uh that the, uh, the share that you shared um i think i've shared this with you before but you said about it being edgy and like do we really dare to actually just just say uh, make certain decision or not not follow through the same old way that we've always done because it does take courage? Um, I've had this like a prayer uh, for months now with this deeper intimacy with living God that put me out of my practice if I'm not serving the truth and. I have a powerful mind, meaning that even when I wasn't fully, like say, I wasn't fully understanding the frequency mechanics of manifestation, I was still manifesting quite a lot with my mind. It also means a dangerous mind because I know that what I'm putting out there, it's going to happen, right? It's going to manifest in my reality. So it takes a lot of courage for as a personal soul to say that, I don't, I don't want to be serving this kind of work unless it is fully serving the truth. Um, so I'm literally like saying, like, put me out of work, like, like kill my business, build, kill my service, kill everything from here. If it's not actually serving the truth and that kind of, it, it does, it, it, it feels like it's like living on the edge. And there's a lot of people here who's been called to do the same kind of make same kind of decisions. It's no longer like choking around and like, putting the toe a little bit in and then, you know, testing the eyes, it's like going all in because, and, and as humans, we need to really get clear on this. What is your priority? Do you want to be with truth? Do you really want to be the testimony of living truth? Or do you just want to kind of beat around the bushes and, and, and be of service whenever you feel good, right? Or do you want to be in a service at all times in every single moment of your day? Because if that's your choice, you will start receiving resources from eternal. You'll start receiving resources, resources from uh, eternal prosperity, which doesn't have literally no limit 
not a single legal thing, not a single embodiment piece, nothing will be on your way, right? Uh, and it does take courage. And there's so many of us in this group who are ready to do that, who's already made the decision and now maybe even doubting like, oh my goodness, things are really falling down and it's scary. It is scary. It is absolutely scary. And, and this is why the community piece is really important that each of us can be sharing our presence and it is like a pillar of stability that we share for each other others have huge changes that come and others here have more subtle like a baby steps going forward all of those different ways of moving through your transformation and metamorphosis is perfect exactly how your time stamp how your relationship to time is um so that was the piece i wanted to share the diana's share as well uh that these some of these things they they do they they can be pretty bold you know <laughs> well, I mean yeah thank you for sharing that and I I think that what came up for me when when you start I mean I agree with a lot of what you're saying and I and I feel there's a there's a certain embodiment that I feel that I don't that I could put words to but what comes up for me is just and in the last week and a half and you know this like I've kind of just been like exhausted with my mind because it is so strong. And I'm just like, how, like, I feel like I'm constantly a parent of like, okay, where are my thoughts now? Like, am I going to create, like, here's this fear place, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, it's feeling really unsustainable. And I guess that's kind of where I'm at right now of like, that's the edge that I'm, that's the question I'm asking is like, how can this be not exhausting for me to really track my mind and notice when I'm going into those negative thought patterns and like how compulsive they can be. Is that making sense? I don't know. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. This is a great question too. So there are a few other people here too, that are experiencing the same. So this is again, like when say you've been, uh, working and healing and being of service in that say, uh, a soul level wheels so to say that can go into very high frequencies they can be really kind of like a almost like um tempting too because it seems like this it seems like this really cool ecstatic experiences etc or it sometimes even feels really clear and and true but then it's just the truth is just a temporary truth right it's not actually eternal truth um so in those spaces, you would still be using your personal resources, your personal energy, and it's extremely exhausting. And now when somebody starts to get a hang of what it means to be with eternal resources uh, and what the true efficiency mean, you'll become hyper aware of the exhausting piece where you have been existing, not only in this lifetime, but in your DNA like all your ancestors have been existing there too. And you may have been existing there in different lifetime. So all of these things, you just become hyper aware of all the spaces where your energy has been drained out, right? So in other words, I'm just going to connect the preachers here. In other words, you become hyper aware of all the parts of you that have been on the battlefield. And now, and this, this, it, it creates almost like this, this, this uh, distinction where you are aware of the eternal resources and the rest and the peace and the higher ground 
And then it creates almost even more trigger of like, oh goodness, like I can see all this stuff. And that's a good thing. That is passing. It's simply passing. And and for you, I feel pretty quickly actually. Uh, so in this uh, these sessions, we're going to really help you to have that um, the transition to happen on a frequency level so that uh, it can happen quicker and more efficiently moving out of those exhausting wheels and go into a space where you simply, you do not run out of energy. You may be tired in the evening, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to just sleep 10 hours, but you feel at ease. You feel peaceful. You feel grounded. You know that you're doing the right thing. So there's no longer this, 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 um, strings that are pulling you on the back end that has still been happening, right? And, and so that share itself is a testimony that what you're doing is working because you can see it, see it even more, right? You're walking out of it. And especially think about somebody, somebody has been at war on a battlefield for like thousands of years. And then suddenly they go in the space where the armor goes down and they just look at the battlefield like, what? That's where I used to be? And it may feel almost weird because part of you wants to be on the battlefield. That's how you know yourself. That's how you know your personality on earth. That's just who I am, right? How often do we say this? That's just who I am. And well, that's not really who you are anymore because you left the battlefield. So those identity pieces are falling off. And that's that's where that almost like contrast can happen. So. All right. This is uh, good, good, wonderful reflections. Is there one more here? I'm kind of sensing there would be one more and then we'll go into the frequency. Ooh, okay, yeah, we'll go into the frequency meditation. And one more question, reflection. Sunny. Wait, who is it, Mallory? Yeah. Great. Um, yeah, it's interesting because I think what's coming up for me is like this doubt piece. And I think I've been working with this a lot in many areas of my life, but it's like, I guess I'm just curious to hear you speak to this, but when, when you speak to like, oh, like there's this higher ground and you can get out of the battlefield. It's like, there's this immediately this thought that's like, that's for other people and not for me. You know, it's like this doubt that I'll get there. And I experienced that like in my business financially, you know, like all, you know, what I've been working toward for the last couple of years. And it's like, I think I'm really noticing that the past few days, even just this doubt that like, it's going to work out for me, you know? So I guess like, I don't know that just came up pretty strongly during your last share. So I wanted to speak to that. Thank you. You're not the only one. This is actually one of the, um, mechanics or technology pieces this is just how my scientific brain works <laughs> is this frequency of there and here and we're gonna go deeper into that to really help to shift that in the system but the the, the idea but that there is prosperity there is the higher crown there is healing there is success whatever it is the client there all there and I'm here. So that creates like two different locations, right? This is really important piece actually, because, um, because again, the space-time location doesn't work that way. 
So even when the, the, the limitations of the English language say there's a higher ground within you, it already creates that there, it's somewhere there, right? But everything that we do here is helps you to realize that it is here. And in fact, you're already there. And, and as that revelation really happens all the way in your body, in your soul level, in your mind, in your heart, everywhere. And I'm going to specifically work with this specific thing with you as well, individually here, uh, to help to hone that in so that you can be surprised because things can happen again. Eternal is the most efficient thing. And I know, you know, this, it's just about believing that it's possible for you. This is another piece is like, say, if I told you that tomorrow, when you go to your see the bank account, there's five million dollars there, for example. Would you believe it? Right? That's the piece that is blocking it because the identity still exists in the here and there reality, which creates that, that distinction. So we're gonna undo all of that during this. And I can I've already seen you on the other side, right? I've told you this since the very beginning. So I know with 100 percent certainty that it's existing, that reality for you to just Ah, oh, take that long exhale and you go to sleep and you're like, I, I'm doing it. I did it. I'm doing it. And this is perfect. And there's so much resources for me available. And it just keeps growing so much that you can even keep up and you can hire somebody else to do it with you. Those pieces and feelings are already existing for you there. And if it wasn't, we couldn't even, we wouldn't be able to even imagine it. So just that distinction has to die in a way uh, that the, the here and there, and for it to simply just become here, right? So it's almost like simplifying it. So, so I'm, I'm working with you specifically with this and, uh, and we'll see how it starts to unfold there. Okay. And anybody else there? Were, I, I noticed there are a few, few what I'm reading here in a frequency, a little few others who are also feeling the same. So I, I had one thing, Sani, mm -hmm. um, just in I'm, a lot of things right now are like dying yes. <laughs> in my own um, uh, space and just how scary that feels. I feel like the doubt really just try to come back in so loudly um, as it's like a pattern. And so as something died recently, this time, I am um, the pattern's not there. And, mm -hmm. you know, like, I'm like, oh, in fact, I can see it. It's almost like I'm in that doorway, right? And everything's washing out behind me. And I, I can like move forward so I just wanted to say that for Mallory like or anybody really because as it dies um I feel like those patterns that we get into or that frequency that we have been used to really fights to stay <laughs> in a way and um and for me it was almost like oh I have it I had that clarity and presence of oh I have a choice that's so beautiful thank you for sharing that yeah i'm um amazed to hear this i know how deep in the death process you've been and uh and, and navigating it and 
that's exactly um, how it happens when the frequency, when the pattern is shifting completely out of your field, it's almost like the mind is trying to go back to it, but then it's no longer there. It's like this train racks that it's like, I'm going to, mind is I'm going to try to find the same path that I always did, which is part of your identity. But then the pathway is no longer there. And just like that, it just changes. But it does, again, it does take the mind's effort to learn how to create a new pathway then, because that's the piece that is active. And you've been really well doing that. I was also just reading on the frequency level that, wow, like you're just navigating it so so well, despite of all the grief and everything, you know, the fears and all that stuff that has been coming up. But it's almost like, even if the fears and doubts are here, I'm walking forward. Even if I'm feeling insecurities and, and all this stuff coming up, I know that I'm walking in the right direction. So there's this subtle shift that happens in relationship to the doubts. Before the doubts would have taken over, but now it's like, actually, regardless of what's happening in the mind, I'm still walking forward, right? And that's when your spirit is actually leading over your mental soul, for example. And the soul is the one that needs the help and support because the soul is the one who also gets lost. So again, that like the uh, spirit piece of when you walk forward, despite of the stuff, you know that you are leading with, with the spirit. And so everybody who may be experiencing similar situations, we're going to really help, help you also, um, get that down. And it's really amazing that you've had that experience carried because then you also contribute to that empowerment in the field. Yeah. All right, so let's go into it. It's a little bit more talking today than usually. So um, let's go into the frequency experience. I'm going to start a different recording. Uh, let's just take like a couple minute uh, moment here. You can get up and stretch your body. Um, you can drink water, use bathroom. Uh, we'll just do like two, three minute break and come back. Okay. <laughs> 